This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 728, How to Build a Friendship with an American Beyond the First Introduction. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 34 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl. Coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Do you feel that Americans are superficial and that it's hard to get to a real friendship level with them? Today, our guest, Christina, gives us some actionable tips on how to go deeper with Americans to build real friendships so that you can have a better life abroad. Today, we have a guest on the show. Our guest today makes it fun and easy to become fluent in American English. She's originally from Mississippi, but she now lives in France, where she teaches English online to clients all over the world. Our guest today is Christina Rebuffett. Now let's meet Christina. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Christina, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. It's really a pleasure. Absolutely. Well, you reached out to me and you said that you have been using All Ears English a little bit with your students. Is that right? That's yeah, that's totally right. Like whenever they have a question and I, you know, think, oh, this, you know, I listened to a podcast episode and I thought this would be perfect for Excellent. them. I just send them to the, to your podcast mm-hmm. because I actually listen to them sometimes while I'm jogging Fantastic. Um, because, because English teachers are nerdy like that. They listen to English <laughs> podcast while doing free time activities. Yeah. English teachers can definitely be nerdy sometimes, but that's great. I'm happy to hear that you've been listening to the show. And so Christina, what do you do? What kind of English do you focus on in your teaching? Right. So, um, so I, ha- I focus on American English. Uh, mm-hmm. that's sort of the first thing. And then we go into like business English. So for people who either people who are living in the U.S. or they travel a lot to the U.S. or people who work with Americans yes. because there's a whole lot of, you know, just intercultural issues going on as well whether you're living in the country or whether you're just working with a different nationality. So that's what I do is like American English, basically. Okay, that's excellent. It's so important right now. And today we're going to hone in on one of those key intercultural issues that you actually brought up when we talked about having you on the show. And it's this concept of how you actually make friends with American people, right? Mm -hmm. Beyond the initial steps, the initial, you know, introductions. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about this problem as your students have come to you and they've, and they've said that it's difficult. What is hard about this? Why is this difficult? 
Um, I think it's difficult because uh, com- it well, it depends on maybe the uh, culture that the student is coming from. Sure. Uh, for example, I work with a lot of French people or German people, and these are cultures where the initial contact might be seen as a bit cold mm. uh, or a little off-putting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it takes time to develop the relationships in these cultures, and that's what the students are used to, taking the time, and yeah. that it's not automatic initially. Um, but for Americans, what a lot of people say about Americans is that everybody seems to be your friend immediately, but then... <laughs> When you actually try to develop a friendship, it's like they hit a wall. And they're like, I don't understand. They were so nice and friendly at mm. the beginning. And when I try to go further, I I can't and I don't know why. Yeah. And so it can be very um, destabilizing because they think that immediately they've gotten into that close inner circle and then they realize that they aren't. And oh. for a lot of people, they just find that either either they say Americans are really superficial because they Mm -hmm. pretend to be your friends, but they're really not. Or they just say, okay, I understand that Americans are very friendly right from the start, but I don't know how to go beyond that initial friendly, you know, superficial friendliness of Americans, let's say. Yeah, that is so interesting. And it's also, it's always important to note, I guess, when we're talking about one culture that it could always vary, obviously based on personality, based on region. I mean, I, have you heard about this concept, the Seattle freeze? Have you ever lived in, in the, um, the, the Pacific Northwest? Um, I haven't lived in that region. Like I'm from the South, okay. <laughs> which, okay. um, which has, a, which has the <laughs> reputation for being like, um, I, I saw this expression. It was like raging friendliness, like like it's just so <laughs> exaggerated the politeness and the um, the contact with people. And so I know that I have a very, let's say, high expectation of friendliness mm, for people. Um, but what is what is this Seattle? What is the Seattle I, freeze? Actually, I personally have not experienced this, so I shouldn't speak to it. But you can Google it. It's a it's a social concept in the Pacific Northwest, specifically right. in Seattle. This idea that when people go out, when they meet someone new, just friends, just acquaintances, mm-hmm. it's very rare to go out one on one for coffee with someone. More likely, you'd go out in a large group. Okay. Right. Yeah, and that's yeah. something that um, I've talked to a couple of people who have lived in Seattle and they've experienced that. It's very because here mm. in Boston, it's perfectly normal to invite someone out for a coffee to get to know them one on one. That's not yeah. too intimate, but apparently, and not even just talking about dating, just general kind of mm. acquaintances, people wanting to be business contacts or friends, it's less common. But again, okay. I just want to emphasize that it does vary based on region um, and right. and other factors like gender, personality, all kinds of things. But let's yeah. dive into it here, Christina. Yeah. Tell me, so what? How can we solve this problem? I mean, do you have a couple of tips to offer our listeners here? Because um, I think they will resonate with this strongly. Yeah, to, to kind of get over definitely. this hump. Like, how do they go deeper with Americans as friends? Um, so yeah, so a couple of tips. Like, okay, so the first thing, you know, like, like we said, you when we say like Americans are like this or Americans are like that, you always have to remember that you can't generalize about like 350 million people. <laughs> um, but let's just say that, um, you know, in general, people tend to be attracted to people who are nice, who are friendly. Um, who smile, okay. um, who show interest in other people. And 
you know, in, in some in some cultures, uh, for example, like I, I like I'm based in France. Okay. Um, and so j- I can make a comparison. Like if you smile at someone who you don't know, that can be interpreted as like you're flirting with them mm-hmm. or you want mm-hmm. something, you know. Interesting. Um, whereas in the U.S., so, you know, so French people, they don't, it's not really common to smile a lot at strangers yeah. um, because it could be interpreted in a way that you don't want it to be interpreted. Whereas in the U.S., you know, that's kind of how we break the ice and we show people, hello, I'm open to you. Yes. Um, it's just a, an easy smile and it sort of can invite, maybe it's just a quick, hello, how are you doing? Fine, thanks. Uh, enjoy your coffee. And that's uh, it. Wow. Um, that's so interesting. But it could, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, you know, and, and I had to learn this, like when I came to France and, you know, I was like, I'm smiling <laughs> at people on the bus and, and my um friend, my boyfriend at the time, he's like, why are you smiling at that guy? Stop it. And I was like, well, cause I, cause I'm friendly. I'm nice. He's like, he's going to think you want something from him. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. Um, oh, but in so the U S that that's not the case. Yeah. So, mm. so there's, you know, be smile, smiling, friendly don't be afraid to to say just anything like oh you know um you know oh that your dinner looks good if you're at a restaurant it's totally okay to just Mm. have a little mini exchange with the person next to you oh um yeah it's so funny i think we we tend to think that the smile is something that should be or is universal that it crosses cultures but it doesn't i suppose the meaning mm-hmm. of a smile may cross cultures but it doesn't necessarily cross cultures in terms of how quickly we break out the smile <laughs> uh, yeah yeah exactly that's it and like you know what what the intention behind the smile is yeah that's so interesting um, uh, wow so, okay that's a great so, yeah. tip so the idea of just kind of smiling, showing interest. And I, but I would also say to this mm-hmm. is the idea of, I think this is highly dependent on area where you are in the US. Cause I was actually right. having this conversation with someone who just mm-hmm. moved to Boston from Wisconsin. And mm-hmm. she said that she came to Boston and just like they do in Wisconsin, she was right. smiling and greeting people on the street and she got a lot of very cold looks. Oh, right. <laughs> because yes. Boston is a city where people don't do not do that as much. But I, I agree with what sure. you're saying on the general level. At a party, for yeah. example, we definitely want to have that smile on. Exactly. You know, if you see that, you know, even if you just exchange a quick glance with mm-hmm. someone, mm-hmm. just a quick mm-hmm. smile as mm-hmm. well shows, yeah. you know, I'm approachable. You can come and talk to me. I love that. Um, love that. And, and I think, um, you know, also it's, you know, when you try to make a conversation, like, first of all, is to not, don't be afraid to initiate a conversation just to say yeah. hello. If you're at a party, for example, to say something like, you know, you're at a buffet and you say, oh, I haven't tried these sandwiches. Do you know what they're made of? Yeah, um, exactly. Starting that conversation, right? Exactly. Just okay. just break the ice. Yeah. And, you know, then you then you can you can tell if the person is, you know, if they continue the conversation or if they just kind of answer because that's the polite thing to do. Like maybe they'll say, oh, no, I haven't tried any. Um, yes. And you can tell that they, they don't, they're not really interested in the conversation. Yes. So don't, don't take it personally. You just, okay, move on to the next person. But if you, if you, they say, oh, no, I haven't tried them, but, but they look really good. Um, maybe I'll have one too. Mm-hmm. Then they're showing, you know, that they've commented, they've responded, they're trying to continue the conversation. Yeah. Um, Love and that. so you want to 
to take that invitation to continue. And then you can ask, you know, like, so where are you from? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. how, how, you know, who do you know at this party? How are you? Why are you here? Etc. Okay. I um, love that. I love that. So the first yeah. point was the idea of just smiling, showing interest and looking open. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Thank you for that, Jennifer. I think mm-hmm. that's really on target. And that's our first step to, to go deeper. And so what can we do next? Exactly. What's the next kind of uh, tip that we can offer our listeners here? Hey guys, I'm sure that you talk to a lot of native speakers and conversation partners, but have you ever had a conversation with a cowboy from Wyoming or a gun salesman from Texas or a surfer from California? This is what you're going to get in our new course. It's coming out very, very soon to get your first lesson for free and to get on the VIP list so that you'll get the best price when it's available. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash bridge. See you there. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Okay, so let, let's say that maybe um, maybe they've made that first step and they've okay. kind of, they've gotten, they've exchanged some, let's say, very superficial surface exchanges about where they live, the weather, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then they want to maybe move into like developing a friendship. Yes. Um, and this is, this is where a lot of people like they hit the wall because they don't know how to go from that casual acquaintance to like having a friend. Okay. And so a couple of things is, and this is actually a really good situation, like if you're new to a city or if you're new to a country, mm. um, is you can ask for suggestions of, you know, what, what is the best thing to do in this city or what should I visit? First of all, that gets the conversation going. And then they can ask like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll go do that Saturday. Would you like to come with me? Yeah. And show me this place that you like so much. Mm. Um, and so oh you can, you know, you have to take the first step. Yeah. I think. Yep. yep. Um, people aren't going to just come and like magically ask to be your friends. Like you have <laughs> to take the initiative. So you can invite them to do something with you. You can, you know, if you're, from a different country, invite them over for a meal at, mm-hmm. you know, say, oh, I want to, I'm from, I don't know, I'm from China. We have this really delicious me- meal. Let me tell you about it. And I'd like to cook it for you. Yes. Um, and yeah. I would recommend for that just to make it not kind of uncomfortable. Like you said, with like the Seattle freeze thing, yep. maybe invite several people. Yeah. Um, invite maybe yeah. a few friends or tell the person, yeah. you know, bring your girlfriend, or bring your yeah. boyfriend, or bring a friend. Right. Because otherwise um, they'll interpret that as maybe this is a date. Maybe this person is romantically interested or something. Exactly. Or, you know, even if, you know, when you're just getting to know someone, you might be hesitant to go mm-hmm. alone to mm-hmm. their house. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's that's any culture. But Absolutely. Um, Love yeah, that. I mean, 
take the initiative and invite them to do something with you. Yeah, that's a good point, um, Christina, because we you know, people are busy and mm-hmm. people in this culture, when we're so busy, we're less likely to take risks and try to go out and extend ourselves to this new person. You guys, as you said, Christina, you need to show that you're open, like kind of, yeah, yeah. show that opening and say, hey, I am trying to make friends. There's something kind of humbling about that. And people will like that, that you're you're taking a chance. Because yeah. people, people who live here are not going to push themselves out of their comfort zone. They're just, they're in their daily routine, right? But if you come up to them and you say, hey, I'm new here. I want to go visit this place, this new coffee bar. You want to go together. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. And something also, this was um, a, a good tip that I read actually on like the website Lifehacker, okay. um, which has tons of good tips. And they were saying like, if you, if you want to invite someone to do something, put a put a time limit on it. Um, like, so, you know, like tell them about what, how long it will last or mm. what time you can expect to finish mm. because people might be a little afraid of like getting sucked into like <laughs> spending the entire day with someone that they might not really <laughs> yeah. like in the end. Yeah. Um, so they say like, yeah, like, would you like to come out for coffee? Maybe we can, you know, just half an hour get to know mm-hmm. each other or, yeah. you know, do you want to stop by for a quick coffee with me? Okay. Um, I love you that. Know, you don't have to say like, like, can we get together for 25 minutes? Yeah, um, <clears throat> that's a really but, important tip, especially in a culture that's so time oriented, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like I read um, also, what was it? Because there was the question of like age as well. Like as you get into your 30s, you know, past the age of 25 or 30, making friends is actually more difficult because oh, yeah. job, family, oh, yeah. children, etc. Um, mm-hmm. And they said... Something like uh, the like majority of women. So it was talking about women. They have ninety minutes of free time a day, um, and thirty percent of the of people have forty five minutes of free time a day. So they're like you said, time is really a big problem to making friends as well. So if you're telling them, you know, maybe a quick coffee, maybe we can. Yeah go to the museum like for an hour or two or yes. something like that. But to show them that you're not going to monopolize their entire day, which is yeah. very precious. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. These are fantastic. <laughs> is there a third quick point that you have, uh, Christina, to add? Anything else? Um, a third quick point. I would say it takes time to develop these relationships. Mm. Um, so you do have to sort of go through like – initial acquaintance. Maybe you see each other regularly, maybe at a book club or mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. If, if you go to church because church is a big thing in the U.S. So maybe you see people regularly at church or a book club or yeah. a community group or something. Get to know them in that context because you have a clear, let's say, center of interest in common. So there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's something that's binding you together with this person. Yeah. Um, and then maybe invite them for a small activity, like a quick coffee on a mm-hmm. Saturday morning right. before you invite them for dinner or before you invite them to go see a movie with you or visit a museum or whatever. Like take it progressively mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because if you, if you try to build a, let's say a deeper relationship quickly, that yep. can be kind of scary. 
Yeah. I mean, that's true in any aspect of life. It's true in dating too, right? It just doesn't right. make any sense to be so far into something so early, right? Because it, you're, exactly. yeah, you're checking the person out, right? As a potential yeah. friend, do you really want to be friend? You, you have to show that you're a little, somewhat selective, right? <laughs> Even, uh, yeah. You know, and, you know, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, for like building a friendship, it, it is a little like dating in that respect. Like it just the, the type of relationship that you're creating is different. It's not a romantic relationship. It's a friend relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there is that, you know, progression of like small, easy get togethers yeah. uh, that progresses to something that's more, maybe more intimate, maybe more, maybe a longer time spent together, mm. um, things like that. So it, yes. it is a little like dating and you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't meet someone for the first or second date and be like, you know, would you like to uh, get married or do you want to go on vacation with me next right. week? You know, you wouldn't do that. Yeah, so. Exactly. And it's exactly. kind of the same thing with friends. I love this. Yeah. I love this. Christina, you've given us a lot to think about. And it's so important because, you know, we know what it feels like to move to a new country and to feel lonely, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you yeah, know, I've totally. experienced that in Japan. You're living abroad right now, right? And and a right. lot of our listeners are living here in the U.S. or they're living in different countries. Loneliness is a thing guys. It it happens. It's real. But if you take these steps that Christina has shown us today, I think you will be well on your way to making American friends. I mean, they Mm. will be friends with you. It's just we got to make do the right progression and do it in the right order. Do it. And we have to understand that the culture is different. I love it. So Christina, thank you for that. And Mm -hmm. where can our listeners go if they'd like to check out what you're doing online? Yes. Um, so I have a website. It's ChristinaRubafay.com. Okay. Um, or they can just Google speak English with Christina. That would okay. probably be easier to find. Um, and on my website, um, and on YouTube also, if they look on YouTube, speak English with Christina, um, they will find, I do a new weekly video, uh, generally every Tuesday, uh, about learning American English, American culture, and American pronunciation and doing business with Americans. Okay. <clears throat> Excellent. Well, I want to say thank you for coming on the show today. I wish we had more time to talk today, but our show is just uh, 15 to 20 minutes. So, <laughs> But this yeah. has been awesome. Thank you so much for shedding some light on this important topic. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for having me. It's a real pleasure. And I, ho- I hope this episode really does help people to yeah. go out and make friends because I know, you know, living in a foreign country, like you said, we know what it's like mm-hmm. to be in a different country, to yeah. struggle, to make friends, but it can be done. Uh, it's just not automatic. You just have to do it the right way, let's say. You got it. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, Christina. We hope you ha- we hope to have you on the show again soon. My pleasure. Thank you, Lindsay. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.